Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation. Hey-o. What's yeah. up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Happy Monday. Ryan, what's up, my man? How you doing? Uh, Pippin' a competition, you know. You Pippin' a competition. Yeah. I love hey, it. Shout we out gotta... to DJ, by the way. DJ Williams, he got some new music coming out. He sent me a video the other night. Uh, it's not PG, but I like it. Yeah, man, DJ. Ox Pimpin', <laughs> a.k.a. Ox Fishing, my man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, putting out some good stuff up there, man. Uh, we got a bunch of people on YouTube. YouTube comments flying in, so appreciate Ooh. you from, from the YouTube and over on Facebook. That, I guess. Yeah, it's all the same. So you're not missing anything. Well, I mean, just to keep up with what people are saying. I don't know. Yeah, there you go. I'll throw them on the screen for you. Yeah, yeah we were late. We were sitting here talking to our couple of our guests. If you guys saw, we've got Andy Moore who won the All American Series and Day One Deal took home that one day or down there in Georgia. Uh, we've got both of them. We were sitting there just shooting the breeze, and I looked down. It's seven thirty one or seven thirty two. I was wondering because like I could hear the sound when I was in the kitchen mixing my drink, and I was like, Jeff ain't gonna start this thing, is he? <laughs> just chatting it up. Yeah, we're just down here talking. But anyway, we got a we got a big show tonight. We're gonna have both those guys on here to talk to them uh, about what went down over the weekend. But we got a few things to talk about first. Uh, I don't know what to get to first. I guess you you lead this one. I don't know. Right. I don't know what this new scandal is. I, I saw some pictures. It, it definitely appears to be uh, a very similar. <laughs> similar yeah. So fish so here's the deal, man. A couple times. Yeah. Right. Right here in Arkansas. Uh, we catch cheaters, man. We catch cheaters. And unfortunately, okay. we had another one get caught this weekend. Y'all catch uh, them or breed them? We catch them. Then they, and then they move to Texas. So I think this one's going to move to Texas also. So okay. be looking out, Texas. Right, right. Um, I don't know what part yet. but So they had season opener down in central Arkansas this weekend, and somebody uh, during the, the protest period after the event, they discovered that there was duplicate fish submitted, not by accident. 20-minute timestamp difference on the actual photos on two different fish, apparently. Uh, they have not released the name of this person yet because they're still doing some investigating, trying to figure it out, but they did go ahead and ban, ban the person from all the clubs here in uh, Arkansas, the NSK, Central and Northwest Arkansas. They've also relayed the name to all the major organizations that they could get in contact with. So apparently they've given this guy's name to Hobie, Bass, KBF, whoever. Uh, but through some detective work, Ryan, mm -hmm. and by detective work, I mean, I've got some friends that were in that tournament. So I saw the leaderboard Saturday and I could see it today. So I know who the cheater was. So Gabe Brewer, allegedly, if it's you, Gabe Brewer, in the words of the Godfather, you caught. No, I'm not going to say. No, Jim, oh! <laughs> oh! I don't know if you can screenshot audio, but you just got screenshot. I didn't say it. Goodness I didn't say gracious. it. Uh, but yeah, oh so God. that is the name that uh, you need to write down and keep out of your trails from all around the uh, region oh. here. So keep him out of there. Uh, allegedly, that covers us legally. I think Ryan, if I say allegedly. <laughs> keep saying allegedly over yeah, and over allegedly again. allegedly but anyway <laughs> okay, so another and here's the thing it's not even like i was hoping not hoping i hate it when anyone cheats but like if it was going to be like some crazy metadata photoshop satellite imagery but just the old trying to submit the same fish twice come on man do better than that you know and, seen and, that. and i you know i saw the pictures and i i've again like i myself have literally caught the same fish twice 
the the trick is did he you know did he not have an idea and, and just accidentally submitted it or or did he catch it twice or whatever but then it, it when you're when you're trying to cover it up that's where <laughs> that's where you see a lot of these things go sideways in stuff that could be questionable it could be an honest mistake people start trying to justify it and start making up these these yeah. stories and fantastical tales and that's when you can really tell what what was going on i think yeah in my and, and from what i've heard there's been multiple stories shared and told from this fella uh not good and they've looked back on some history and some other events allegedly so we'll see <laughs> We'll see did how that all shakes out. Did he use a sharpie and draw dots or anything on them? No, he. But from what I did see in the pictures, he was fishing from a canoe, so it was not a kayak angler technically. <laughs> okay, well, technically a kayak. We're angler, good then. So we're we'll put this over on our sister station, Canoe Bass Nation. <laughs> hmm. Let's patent that real quick. Is that a, is that <laughs> hurry, a thing? Hurry, hurry, hurry yeah, up! Book hurry, it. Get that group. Somebody just bought that domain name right now. Yeah. So Katie, yeah. Katie's gonna post a link to Canoe Bass Nation real quick. So bad stuff, but good job on the folks here for, for catching that and tracking that down and uh, do what they need to do to get rid of them. So here we go. What else we got? It's, it's Bass Nation week, man. It's uh, championship week. I always forget that thing's in the dead middle of the week, so we got some stuff to be watching on Wednesday and Thursday. Well, I've been – so I was sitting here, you know, obviously got a couple friends out there that are pre-fishing it right now, and, and they're talking about, you know, the bite and what's going on, and I'm like, you know, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to warm up. Y'all, y'all are going to have – you know, a whole, a warm week. And in my mind, it starts Saturday. <laughs> and then I realize like, it doesn't matter what, what it does on Saturday because they won't yeah. be fishing. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry about that advice, folks. My bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're going to have uh, Steve on here a little bit to talk about what's going to be going on with the dugout down there. The classic once again, I know AJ talked, touched on that last week, but excited to see what, what that looks like. I know you're going to be sharing stories and pictures from down there, right? Yeah, we're going to have a good time. <laughs> we're going to have a good time for sure. Yeah. So we've got a lot of comments here. I don't want to keep these guys too long. I know Andy's got to be tired. Dylan's got to be tired. Dylan's been on the live stream for an hour because he thought we were supposed to go at on Eastern <laughs> text, time. So. He texted me and said, are y'all running late? And I was like, no, nah, dog, it's an hour from now. We're, <laughs> yeah. we're running right on time, buddy. So if you guys saw before on the on the post, we're doing a little Revo swag giveaway, uh, like a yeah. shirt, hat, some croquis, whatever. All you got to do is like the page, like Revo's page, and share this live stream, and you are good to go. We may even pull somebody off of YouTube. There's so many people on YouTube. So, okay, I like it. Um, I'll see if I can figure out a way to, to pick somebody. Uh, best comment just or something. Them, I don't know. Just, just pick them, Jeff. Just pick them. Random pick them. Yeah, just pick them. All right, just so make sure it's everybody. not Jim Clark because he's been on our case lately. So I know it. Make Jim. sure he don't get any, anything from Revo. Boat anglers over here in our business. I don't understand. <laughs> they can't stay out, man. They can't. Yeah, yeah. So the, the Revo giveaway, uh, of course, Dugout Bait and Tackle, the presenting sponsor, go to dugoutfishing.com. We appreciate them. And then the drink of choice, Western Sun Vodka. Somebody said I'm on the Western Sun tonight. That's why I said that. I almost blurted out the uh, the old saying. But no, I'm not. I'm on the, the bottled water. i got to work tomorrow. So. There you go. I'm uh, proud of it. But, you. yeah, let's get Andy in here, man. Let's talk to Andy about Palestine, I've been told. It's not Palestine. I was corrected. Okay, okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Yeah. Let me get all this stuff out of the way. There we go. Andy Moore. What's up, Andy? Welcome to hey, the show. Hey, how you guys Sorry. doing? I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good. Where good. are you, Andy? You've got quite a collection of goods back there, my friend. I am in my man cave. My wife has uh, pretty much banished all of my goodies down to the basement. Kind of like, you know, you get your mounted fish. It ends up above the fireplace for the first couple months. <laughs> Then it goes into the garage, and then it's in the basement. I'm an artist, so I have, I'm pretty eclectic, man. I got, I mean, my studio is pretty insane. I just have 
pretty major collection of uh, antique lures and yeah. I got all my tackle shop, all my lines. I stocked up big time after COVID because I got scared I wasn't going to be able to get my stuff. So I, I probably blew like 10 grand on fishing lures. So I got enough tackle. If you guys need anything, man, I got enough tackle probably for like 10 years down here. Hey, what's but, up on uh, the top shelf, Andy? What's all that across the top shelf? Um, I, I used to do a lot of disc golf back in the day. Oh, Chase, my. Back with, Chase, <laughs> shout out. Yes. Oh, yeah, man. I got like probably 40 discs up there. I actually uh, was an amateur and won a few events uh, when I was like in, the, in my 20s. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it, it was hard, man. It, it took a lot of toll on my shoulders and my arms and kind of had to stop doing that. But uh, I miss it. It was a blast. I had a great time, man. I, used, I played with some pros back in the day. Uh, his name was Chris Oyen, man. This dude was insane. He could throw a disc like probably two football fields. Um, it's amazing to why he could like manipulate his disc through the air. It was, it was insane, but, uh, Chase Tanner's seen some pros manipulate their discs, but it's usually in the men's room. He doesn't really, not on the course so much. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah just, uh, it's just, I, I, I'm a kind of a pack rat, but like an organized pack rat. So just, yeah, just, it's, it, it's just my, my, my room where I can come hang and everybody leaves me alone. I like it. Ryan, he's he's the reverse evolution of Chase. Chase is quitting fishing and going to disc golf, and That's then Andy has <laughs> come from disc golf to fishing. That's what he's done. Yeah, man. So uh, so tell yeah. us, tell us how the tell us how your your little weekend run played out down there. It looked like conditions oh. were tough watching the leader. Oh man, early. we didn't see a lot happening in no, either well, tournament. <laughs> leading up to the event, you know, I I studied that. I I started studying that lake probably uh, right after our championship, Nebraska's championship. So I started studying that lake in September. So I've been re I've been really researching that lake. Never fished it before. Um, you know, I, I had a great game plan. You know, weather was looking great. Going to go down there, catch some rays, get out of this Nebraska weather. It's 70 and 80 degrees. And slowly as the tournament approached, the temps, you know, I'm, I'm like, this ain't cool. Uh, it's like high of 40 and now it's 30. So, whoa. So the day before I got there, it was like 80 degrees. And then it dropped to like 28 and snow, sleet. So my first day pre-fishing, I'm like, it was freaking brutal. It was, it, it was rain, wind. I, I hit the main lake. My, my plan, you know, I had to change my plan because I was, you know, you figured they're going to be staging, spawning back up, back up in the north and the Kickapoo and all the arms. I was going to go way up there and, you know, try to get some big mamas. But I knew right away that cold front was going to push them, scatter them. I knew they were going to be scattered everywhere is going to be hard but that i tell you what man that game is right up my alley because i thrive in bad weather um i mean i'm a huge ice fisherman i i mean it didn't even phase me you know and, and weather like that really really affects you mentally and if you're not ready for it it will totally mind you know what you um Same, yeah <laughs> So you got you, you got to just put that out of your mind. You got to just focus on your fishing. Once once you let that weather get in your mind and that starts taking control, all that negative, you're done. I mean, you might as well pack it up right. because you ain't even you, you're not even focusing on your fishing anymore. You're focused on your cold feet, your burning fingers. You can't fish. You can't feel your hands. You can't feel anything. And once you start that mind frame, you're done. You know you got right. you got to focus. Um, so pre-fishing day one. Um, found, found some fish scattered. I slammed my, I slammed in a stump. These dang, I, I swear to God, every time I go to a Texas lake, I about fly over the front of my, like do a flip, like a bike, you know, when you're a kid and hit your nuts on the handlebar and flip over. 
I hit this stump going about five miles you, per hour. What my, are you on? <laughs> You're on one of those Hobie stand-up pedal boards? Uh, uh, yeah, well, hey, man. No no toy motors here. If, if you guys knew me, I'm a purist. I, I will never, ever have a toy motor on my kayak. I mean, I, I give people a hard time. It's just all fun, but I'm, I'm a purist. I always use human power, but... Yeah, so I, I hit it so hard, and then it, it barely goes, so I flip my drive over. I put it in reverse, so I'm going forward, but it's in reverse to try to hit another stump really hard to straighten it out, but I'm dumb dummy here, didn't know <laughs> that the rod place, so I slam into a stump, and I bend it, and my rod is like that, and now my, my, my drive won't move. It's jammed. So here I am about a mile away from shore in pouring rain, Two, two footers, white caps, and I got to paddle my Hobie 14-footer back. And it took me forever. Luckily, I was going with the wind, you know, and I was done. It took about an hour, and I just kind of thought, like, what am I going to do tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. So the next day, pre-fishing, um, I hit another area. I hit, the, I hit the main lake, you know, a little clear. The, the water up Kickapoo is just muddy as heck. And I'm like, you know, I don't. I'm going to try to find some clearer, cleaner water. Um, so I fished the main lake, fished uh, Saline Bay, got some good bites. Um, okay, cool. I can, I can come here and get a limit. No problem. Um, hit another area, caught, caught a couple dinks. Cool. I can come here and get a limit. I know the weather is going to be so bad tomorrow. I know I can get five fish. No problem. All I have to do, I, I had to break out my putter. Um, my, I mean, it's a walleye rod. It's a 6.6. Six. I had six, seven pound floor on it. I think I had six pound floor on it. Um, I know that's scary as hell. You buy six pound fluoro on purpose? If, uh, yeah. If you hook in, I tell you what, man, I've been to Texas. Sometimes the bass only hit that for me. I don't know if it's the fall. It's a, you know, it's a natural presentation. If you're using a heavy lure, man, sometimes those heavy lures just go whomp. You know, my, mine will kind of float. It, I, I hypnotize them, man. So the, the, my lure just floats, and then I, I'll, it's just they, – they like it, and I just hypnotize them. They I like tell you it. what, though, but you have to be ready. If you hook into an eight, nine-pounder, get ready. you got to chase them. you got to follow them. You cannot fight them. You have to let them. You have to chase them. Um, Lake Fork in 2017, I, I was on a bite. I could have won that TOC. I had so many good bites. They would just wrap me in the stump. So I'll snap, bite, bye later. And I was just, I was getting so frustrated. So I, I was prepared this year. I mean, I, I, I landed that 20 and a quarter on that freaking light ass rig and no problem. You know, it's got to have your, you got to know what to do. You, you know, you just have to have your drag set, right. You're going to know how to fight them. Um, but I tell you what, I was getting, I, I'm a huge jig, jig fisherman, nothing on my jig. And I was pretty bummed. I tried, I mean, I tried rattle trap, caught, a, caught one on a rattle trap reaction bites, big plastics, everything, but they only hit my putter. Um, you call it so, your putter. I like that. The putter. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to have a full, you have to have a full, a full bag of clubs, you know, you get, you know, and honestly, a lot of times, you know, you drive, drive for show, putt for dough, man. So, um, I broke that out and I caught, I, I caught a lot of fish. Um, and I, I tell you what, and, and the cool thing about the Texas bass, they seem to be a little bit more territorial. Unlike, uh, unlike the bass we have in Nebraska, though, they'll move around. So I had some good bites. So I knew they'd be there the next day. They don't, they don't move. I mean, these bass, I've, I've seen that before where they'll, they, they don't move. They find a spot. They, they guard it. They'll hang out there if they like, if there's food there, they ain't going to leave. Um, so day, day two practice, I, uh, I had a good plan. Uh, and it was a better day. It wasn't raining. It was still cold. So day, day one tournament, day one, Saturday, fricking brutal. 
torrential rain all day winds brutal i mean my at the end of the day i mean i had pretty good rain gear i was soaked all the way my wallet was wet i mean i my, my clothes weighed like 20 pounds when i was done but i didn't even i didn't even know i wasn't even thinking about it i was just fishing i was so focused i mean with how i fish in those conditions you have to be laser focused because i was getting bites where my line would move i couldn't even feel the fish they were biting so light um, so I had to be, I just, you just have to be zoned. You just, you can't, your mental game has to be sharp. You have to be so zoned. If, if you're off at all, you're, you're not gonna, you're not gonna catch. And I, I, going into this tournament, I was, I was just so focused. I was like, man, I tell you what, that, that trophy that, that, uh, Joshua and Tyler, those trophies, I saw that, man, I'm like, I want one of those so bad. So I, I mean, yeah, I just I just wanted it really bad, man. I, I've had uh, I've had a couple of rough three years. I mean, I I work my butt off, I study, I fish hard, and I think you know it finally paid off, man. Yeah, man. Um, I hear a lot of the disc golf and artist talk coming out of you. I like that. Like <laughs> Talking talk, talk about putters and creativity. Um, I mean, th this was a tough tournament, man. Obviously, day one there was only I'm looking at the leaderboard over here. I'm gonna throw it on the screen. Only six limits. You were six inches behind after day one i mean that's in tough conditions was a tough bite that's hard to overcome it's hard to overcome yeah. when you're biting six inches so I, and I, you know. I tell you what yep i was worried too because i i knew day one i i if it was my game you know the weather i i thrive in that stuff so if i put up my five fish day one i'm gonna be okay day two but the problem is there's some hammers in this AK, aaks series there's some good fishermen and i knew if it's sunny on Sunday and it's nice, they're gonna they're gonna put up a hundred inches. And some guys did. I think one guy from Texas put up like hundred and six, um, but he only caught like two fish day one. So I'm like, I got to get some good fish day two. So I'm gonna have to pull out. I mean, you know, I'm gonna have to the big baits. You know, I'm gonna have to use some big baits. Um, have to so I wasn't eight, eight pound eight pound line on day two, huh? No, no, I, I was up to 16 pound test. Oh, okay. <laughs> so no, I, I, I was throwing he my, was throwing I was throwing my the full passers. six inch cinco. I, I was throwing my drivers, you know, my, my one iron and my two iron. And then I went to my five iron and then here we go again. I ain't getting nothing. Got to pull out the putter again. So um, you're hitting these fish with a club? <laughs> no, but I do sing to them. Um, <laughs> I, I, I no, I do. I'm serious, Please. man. I'm, I, dude. I've, 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 I've worked alone for like 27 years, so I talk to myself. And when I'm on the water, man, I just, I have some good conversations with myself. I, I so, I, I sing, but I, I'm tone deaf, so I do not sing in public or sing in front of everybody. But I love singing. I'm, I'm a drummer, so I, I, I'm tone deaf, man. So. I'm out there, and, and it's weird because, like, the fish here in Nebraska, they're kind of like a little bit of the Grateful Dead, a little bit of Pink Floyd. I'll sing, and they'll bite. I tried that in Texas, nothing. I'm like, I, I don't know any country songs. I don't, I'm not a big country fan. So I'm like, you know these Texas bass guys like some country music. So I'm like, what? So I, okay, the doors. So I'm like, come on, come on, come on, now touch me, baby. Bam! I, got, I, 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 I crap you not, I caught that 20 and a quarter when I was singing that. And I got him, I put him in, and then I, I tried some other door songs, but that was it, man. I'm gonna, you know, all day I'm just kind of mixing up songs, but I, I swear to God, that bass hit after Touch Me Baby. <laughs> Jeff, I Hello. know we said that we're going to cover the All-American all season. I don't know if we can. 
<laughs> I don't know if we, I don't know if I'm ready for this. You don't you tell him that we can't handle Andy's energy. He's gonna he's gonna win some more. I want to get him. I want to get him and Dark Waters uh, and Dusty Yacker. <laughs> And just turn them loose. Yeah, I, I love I love Andy's energy. I, this is amazing. Dude, I, I'm so tired, man. I'm I'm like I'm like floating right now. I I haven't slept at all, so I'm like I'm feel I'm feeling good right now. I go to the casino maybe <laughs> win some money. I don't know. <laughs> so we got some stuff comments. I don't know if you saw this. It says uh, Ryan Van Tine says it's safe to assume this guy consumes the devil's lettuce. Is it? I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, medicinally, of course. I mean, that's yeah, the best yeah. medicine there is. I mean, come on. I don't take any prescription drugs. That stuff kills you. Oh that's right, man. But everybody's blowing up the comments. They just they love Andy's personality. So, holy cow! Yeah, this is awesome. <laughs> awesome so far. Uh, somebody said on YouTube they're buying a putter. Uh, not a literal putter. Don't tie fishing line to your. No, putter. no, Here it's go. got to be a six, six pound test. A six pound it, test I, I, and I, a putter. I've caught him on my trout rod, a five foot, ten inch rod. Seriously, with four pound fluoro. I mean, hey, sometimes what, it takes that. I, I crap you not, guys. All you guys, I swear to God, all the Missouri guys, all the Texas guys, they, they throw this heat. I mean, it works, but sometimes it doesn't, you know? Hey, I mean, sometimes, sometimes you got to do it. One of Ryan's guys, uh, Adam Reiser, didn't he wax them on an ice fishing rod out yep. there with a little blade bait or something? Yep. And out of the kayak? Yep. Yep. I've yeah, done that right. before. That's a fact. I throw That's a ten fact. pound leader on like Ned rigs. I don't give a shit. You ain't breaking me up. <laughs> I don't you use any leaders, man. You're not breaking me up, baby. You better come eat. I'm that straight flow. I'm straight. <laughs> I say I figured Ryan was straight braid. Yeah, no I leaders. I used to, man. I used to. Scotch makes me throw straight braid if I ever borrow a Ned rig rod from him. <laughs> that won't happen again. Yeah. Now, if I have to bring out the Ned rig, it's bad. But I, I am not a Ned guy. That's my, I just, that's my putter. That's no, my putter. that's my. Uh, that would be my. Uh, I don't know what it. I don't even. I don't even have a Ned rig, really. To be honest with you, I, I resisted the Ned for years. But my son is a pretty big Boy. Ned fisherman, so he is kicking my butt one day. All right, man, give me one of those things. I got to try it, and then I. I it's kind of. They're kind of fun, but you know, I I can catch him with my other my secret weapon on my putter, so I don't need the Ned rig. Well, let's let's get to day two, man, because like I said, you were in. You were sitting in. Uh, let's see. Let's go back. I want to get my numbers wrong. You're sitting in fourth place, but six inches behind after day one, uh, and finished the overall. I mean, it was kind of a blowout. You and Michael Cates were within three inches, but after that, I mean, you were 17 inches in front of third. It turned into a blowout, but you didn't win either single day, and I say that all the time. <laughs> Consistency across two days is giant. Yeah, it's I mean, freaking hard. It's freaking hard. I tell you, I, I, I tell you, it is so hard. I mean. It's, it's different. You know, honestly, it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And I always tell myself, I always have had historically a really good day one. And I always blow it day two. If you look back at my history, I've been in position to win some major things and I just blow it. So I was like, I cannot let this happen this time. I'm in position. I'm in, people are struggling. If you look back, there's only five guys with five fish after day one. And I was one of those. And then Brian Hillman from Missouri, man, that dude, he is a freaking good fisherman. He had, if he would have had five fish on uh, Saturday, he would have won it, you know. And Brian, Brian's a good dude. He ain't a hell of a fisherman, for real. Oh, man, he, that dude is, I mean, hats off to him. He's a freaking good, he's a good stick. Um, so I actually was kind of worried about him. I was like, I could see that guy putting up like 108 inches and then beating me with nine fish. Um, but I wasn't going to let that happen. I, I was in, I just, I, I was in position. 
I, uh, I didn't even think about it. I went back to the hotel. I'm just like, just business as usual. Wake up and I just, I just totally forgot about Saturday. Tomorrow's a one day tournament and I'm going to go kick ass again. Um, and I tell you what, it is so hard for me. I'm getting used to it because this is the first time I really – I've only fished two-day tournaments and championships. So, you know, the All-American, they've gone to two days this year, which is, which is cool. I mean, I, 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 I enjoy it. I was kind of against it at first just because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm getting old. My body's falling apart. I mean, I've had a knee replacement. I've had my shoulders done. I mean, after fishing for four days, man, I, I feel like I'm going to die, literally. Um, so I'm getting conditioned more. I'm working out more starting to lift weights again, eating, eating healthy. And I, I think that's key too, man. You know, being, being healthy, uh, Somebody having lied a good to you, mind. Homie. You'll learn, right? <laughs> over, over Eat time. tacos, go get some pizza, yeah. drink a lot of beer. I, be fine. Well, look at, look at John Daly. I mean, I mean, Amen. It's, stay it's, at it's, the it's, peak, son. Yeah. Arkansas's it doesn't matter. Gym. It's whatever your, whatever your MO is, you know, I mean, everyone has a def, different method of operation and mine's just, you know, we're all different, you know, whatever. But, yeah, so I knew I had to have a really good day, day two, to, to win this thing, man. And I, I was just sitting there talking to myself, seeing a little bit, going, I'm winning this thing. I had three fish, I think, at like noon, and I was behind. And then I'm like, if I can't catch two fish in five hours, I suck. And <laughs> I, I, I did it. You know, I had – I, I caught my 5K, so I'm, not, I'm, going on a, I'm going on a mission. I'm upgrading a big, big – Big uh, swim baits with underspins, a uh, big uh, six cents, one of their big thuds, the not the little ones, but the big ones. I was throwing that, man. And I upgraded. I caught, I think, an 18, a 16 doing that. And that was fun because I got a, I, I had, I'll have a lot of fun doing that because it really takes a lot out of me when I'm finesse fishing. Um, so I got to roam some docks and just sling that. I found some shad. They were, uh, the wind was, uh, on day two, I was in three or four footers. I almost tipped twice. I had, I had a roller come over my back and I was like, I was angled down like this and I'm casting. I hit a dock. I felt horrible, man. I wrapped my, my uh, rail trap around this guy's dock really bad. And I'm drifted too far away. And I had a, I mean, I had 16 pound floor on that stuff was not breaking, man. And I was like, what if I get that cam and release my spoiler? Just a hell of a time. It was like, it was the loudest sound when that line snapped. And I'm like, Oh shit. I'm like, I like put my hand up. I'm like, sorry. But I mean, they're they're doing checkers. They're probably inside by their fire. Yeah, he's running you know? out there to get the rattle yeah. trap. He's like, hell not yeah, even. It's trap. still there. It'll be there till the weather warms up. They go out there and kind of. I mean, when do people come out in Texas? Like when it's seventy? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Are they are they just hunker down in their house? All I mean, what do they, what do they do there when it gets that? I tell you what, driving. Oh my God, people had their hazards on, going twenty miles per hour on wet concrete. I'm like. <laughs> get out of my way that's wet move and i'm just like i'm looking at my wife i'm like i gotta concede i just i gotta i can't do this because they're all honking at me and flashing their lights at me i just gotta just kind of follow them all i mean you know like learn how to drive in this stuff man oh, boy. andy i got a quick question for you what are you doing to that yep. fish with your thumb there what, what's going on there with you know what he's doing that's aggressive what what you fish know what he's doing that fish on the screen what fish oh that, that fish He's yeah. trying to oh. lengthen it. <laughs> if you put it oh right God. there, it'll I pop so, it. I am, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I was squeezing it that hard. I swear, <laughs> I've had him flip out. I've had him flip out of my kayak, man, and I, I don't take any chances. One of them had it was full of eggs. I bet was that the 18. No, yeah, the 18 and a quarter was and a filled yeah. with eggs. I'm, I feel bad. I'm sorry. I didn't. We've mean seen to, the Texas huge, death grip man. a few times. It's okay. Yeah, I'm a huge catch and release guy. 
I hate you. I sorry. I'll work on that. I am so sorry. No, no, no. We've seen it a hundred times. I just thought it was funny. It's no big deal. I don't think the fish knows. They they may appreciate it depending on the fish. Oh, I'm sure it does know. I'm sure it's like, dude, quit squeezing my stomach that hard. Uh, I'm like, it hurts. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where the anal fin rule came in, or maybe that's the whole anus. I'm not sure. Uh, Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. My bad. Yeah, unbelievable tournament, man. And what what a way to start the year for, for you guys. I know All American Series. As a matter of fact, every tournament in Texas faced brutal weather conditions one way or the other so far this year, and, and you, you guys overcame and, and figured it out. Two solid days, man. We're, we're pumped for you. Yeah, thanks, man. No, I, yeah. I, I worked my ass off for it. I, I deserved it. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the comments wanted your Instagram. Do you have an Instagram? They wanted to follow you on Instagram. Instagram? What's that? Okay, never mind. Do you have, an, do you have no, only I, fans I, of just I know what it is. Fish? Only fans I have, I have kids. <laughs> I have kids. I know it is. No, I don't. I don't. Right. I don't do the TikTok and Instagram stuff. I do. Uh, oh, I, I have. I have a Facebook. That's about as far as I go, and that 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 causes me anxiety enough. So that's that's all I deal with is that Facebook stuff. But oh, um, no, no Instagram. Sorry, whoever asked. I mean, I my daughter has an Instagram. She has like I don't know what's like twenty thousand. I mean, she's like. There's a lot of followers, so hey, I mean, get they her started her. fishing, man. She'll be she'll be rich. She used to have just have her cast a yeah. rod out. She she, she won the she won the kayak palooza in uh, 2014 in the youth division. She used all to right. be. Oh, right. uh, dude, all my kids were fishing before they could walk. I mean, I had them, I had them fishing before they could walk. I mean, that was the only way I could go fishing if I took the kids. You know, my wife would be like, "You got to take the kids." I'm like, "Um, let's go," um, but. uh yeah, no, she was a – oh, my 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 son, he's turned into a really good fisherman. I'm proud of him, man. I, I taught him everything. He beats me fishing – I mean, not very often, but once in a while. Um, but I gave him my boat, you know, and he's he's all in the boat thing now. But I'm sure he'll gravitate towards a kayak when he's my age and realizes that a boat, you know, busts out another thousand. Um, but <laughs> it's all good. Hey, one more thing. We're going to let you get out of here because we got Steve and yeah, man. Dylan waiting. Uh, Jim, yeah, he's been waiting a long time. Sorry, man. I, I, I could ramble on all night, man. I, and by the way, by the way, I, I like by the way Andy, uh, Dylan yeah. is the greatest day one fisherman of all time. You were talking about your day one prowess, but yeah, be it's risky you... actually putting Dylan in the second half of the show. I'm afraid he's not going to perform. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this guy on YouTube, man, Jim B said, Andy donated $300 for random drawing at the awards. What's that about? You want to tell us that story real quick? Yeah, man. Uh, I mean, we've all been there. Um, I, it's it's tough right now. Gas is high. People are struggling. Came off COVID. I I had a really good year last year during COVID. I'm in a service industry. I'm a I'm a, I'm an artist. So I do a lot of like decorative painting and you know home. So what's everybody doing during COVID? They're at home. They everybody's looking at their house. So ring ring ring. Come on, Andy. Do your do your thing. So I uh, I booked my or I I had my best year in 27 years last year. So. No, I was in a good place, you know, and I've been there. I've, I've had to turn over couches for coins to scrap up gas money to drive to tournaments. I've had to borrow money. I've had to, I've had to cancel tournaments because I didn't have money. So, you know, I, I just wanted to pay a little, bit, a little bit of it forward, you know. I mean, there's a lot of young guys out there that make sacrifices, don't have money, and, you know, maybe not even have a job, but it's their passion, man. I tell you what, without, without people making it to these tournaments, we, we can't fish. So I, I just appreciate everybody – sacrificing what they do to keep my competitive spirit alive, man. Cause if I didn't have this competitive outlet, I'd, 
I'd probably have to go back to play disc golf. You know, I don't know, but uh, we don't. Want no, to man, do that, I just. Man. Yeah, I just, I felt it in me. And honestly, I, on the water, like I said, I talked to myself a lot. I promised myself if I win, if I win that money, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for a little bit of it. And, uh, uh, Tyler Cole and I, uh, it was kind of funny cause he did the drawing and the, the guy who, uh, the number was called was the guy who got second place. So he's like, well, I don't, I don't want the money. And then <laughs> we drew another guy number and he wasn't there. And I'm like, you know what? I don't want to. I want to give the money to somebody that's here that stayed for the award ceremony to award them, you know? Um, and then it just got to the point where I was just like, okay, forget it. We'll figure something out. And then Tyler texted me and goes, I got, I got a guy that really needs it. And, uh, I messaged, messaged that person and told him and they were like, I mean, honestly, they're blown away, man. They were in a, they were like, dude, you do not know how, how much that helped me. Um, so yeah, no, I'm glad I can help. You know, I'm in a position. I was in a position where I could do that. You know, so I, I felt like uh, I wanted to do it. You know, that's amazing, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Ryan, you got anything else for Andy? I don't, man. Good job, Andy. Way to show out cool. out there. Congrats on your putting, your short game. You got. It. <laughs> hey, yeah. thanks a lot for having me, guys. I appreciate it, and God bless. Yeah, you're the man, care, Andy. Man. Hope we can talk to you again this year. All right, later. All right. Next. I don't know how we're going to follow that up. These guys got a lot of work to do. I don't know. I hope y'all got some things to say right here, boys. Yeah, yeah. We ain't Andy, talking tonight. That was awesome. But we got Dylan Lowry, Steve Owens in here. Dylan, day one deal, as his name says, just won the Bass Nation event down in Georgia. And then we've got Steve, Steve-O, all things how southeast. I don't have that hat yet, Steve, is my, my real question. Man, I got this hat. You remember when we first started I, I was still crappie fishing, and I don't know where I found this hat, but I bought it. So this hat's like nine years old now or something. Perfect. So, That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Steve-O so, has all the exclusive hats. He was supposed I'm going to st steal it from him this weekend <laughs> at the Classic. Y'all see me wearing that next Monday. Yeah, Steve-O awesome. was supposed to save me one of those Tiger Camo Mega Bass hats, but I never got one of those, so – Dude, oh, yeah. I had like 15 of those stashed back and they got gone. And, yeah. <laughs> so tell us, obviously Dylan is on here because he won it. Steve-O, tell us how the event went. I mean, as far as you followed this time of year, I know Dylan was super excited about kind of the pre-spawn spawn bite as fish were moving shallow down there. How did it shape up? And, and overall, you know, how, how's the Georgia Bass Nation series looking as a whole? Uh, I mean, so far it looks really good. I've got, I think we're up to 71 dues paid members, which, you know, in Tennessee we had a very, very strong year, but a lot of that was because cast is so big. Uh, Georgia being new into the series, you know, it surprised me so far. I mean, we had 43 in the event, but like you all know, we've had a, a pretty event late in, you know, month and a half of the season. So we got a lot of people recuperating from traveling, getting ready to travel. Um, the schedule, you know, I, I talked to all of you guys about it, you know, Dylan, his dad, some of the other Georgia people, and, you know, uh, we've gotten lucky, you know, that it seems like we're going to hit all these spots, some really good key times. Um, I, I mean, I, I got to actually end up fishing it because Sassy Dan did all the judging and contacting people, and uh, so I got to get out on the water for about six hours of it and uh, just went to some spots. He pointed from the ramp and uh, – Man, you follow this killer. I know y'all got it in the cold weather for the TOC, and um, I can't wait to get back. I mean, it reminds me of Seminole. 
Uh, and but yeah, we we had a good event. Uh, didn't have any issues. All the anglers fished clean. Uh, everything went well. Uh, the city down there, you know, those people, Mayor Tibbs, and uh, and all them, they're great people. The area is nice. The downtown's gorgeous and it's cool and and, and all of that. We had a good time Friday evening. Uh, got uh, Marshall got out with us. We had some dinner, so uh, kept it low key. And uh, Big Bass Barnett stayed with me. That uh, so far it's him. been going really good. So. Oh, sorry. I'm watching watching Pendergraph post selfies as Dylan's on <laughs> live here. Yeah, I'm going to get this on the screen. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Dil- Dylan, Dylan and the Possum King are out there uh, pre-fishing for this uh, Bassmaster Kayak National Championship is what it is. Exactly what it is. Yeah. Matter of fact, out this, there is a, this is a live look behind the scenes, Ryan. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> It's no, behind no. us, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes. Here it is. Hot damn. Yeah. Yo, fancy. Yeah. Fancy, bro. Fancy. Boom. There it is. Behind the scenes. <laughs> Whatever you got to do to get on camera, you know? I yeah, like yeah. it. The king. Mark's the willing champ. to hustle. Yeah. There's all anyway. kinds of cowboy hats. When you, when you go from the Possum King to one fish pendograph, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, wow. Whoa. Boy got him a trophy, and he's throwing shade out there now. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, his cowboy hat just fell off. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> he said, hang on. He's got something in store for us. No, oh, never shit. mind. We want to no, talk to we you. Don't We're talking to you, Dylan. We're talking <laughs> we don't want to see that. We're good. We're good. Better be from the waist up. He's oh, there that. he is. There he oh. is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dylan. So tell us how your how did your tournament go? Like how you know, obviously you have a, a lot of history on the lake. You fished it quite a bit, done well down there. Uh some guy named David that uh fishes quite a bit down there <laughs> knows a thing or two about the lake. So you were kind of expected to uh to show out. Uh what kind of pressure did you feel and how did your pre fishing go? Man, for some reason I've I've never really got nervous when you follow. It's just where I grew up fishing. I learned how to do everything but skip docks there. And I learned how to skip docks on your favorite lake, uh, Sinclair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Top five. But I, I don't know, man. I've just always been calm when you follow. Um, everything my dad and my granddad taught me just kind of, I don't know. I, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just a, a calmness I've never really felt in the tournament. But we it's hit home, son. That's what it is. That's, your, that's home. We, we hit this tournament in a very small window to go to the spot that I went to. And uh, when Steve-O posted the boundaries, I knew it was going to be far. Um, I did not realize that it was seven and a half miles upriver from where we were going to be putting in. Um, so it took me about two and a half hours to get there. Uh, but it gave the water a little bit of time to warm up. It was about seven degrees cooler than when I found those fish pre-fishing. And man, I, I, I shook off some giants pre-fishing that. I, My I favorite was, Dylan stories. I shook them off. I shook off a seven pounder. Hey, Dylan, Nick McBride wants you to show him how you measure the weight of those fish when you let them shake off. <laughs> it's three shakes. You got to do three shakes, and you get the average it's, of each one. I mean, it's it's no secret. Everybody knows I throw a swim jig, so I see him come up. You caught some good ones. You caught some good ones. What did you find? So, you know, you slid you slid back in this little joint pre-fishing, but you didn't post fish for a long time. Were you catching fish and just sandbagging, or was no. it a slow bite? Did it take a while to warm up? 
No, I got in there and I made one lap around the area I was fishing in and did not get a bite. I'm not going to lie, a little bit of panic started to sit in, especially because I, I was catching them pretty quick and pre-fishing. So I sat down for a minute. I was like, man, you know, kind of thought about what you told me. Maybe I ought to wacky rig a Senko. So I tied one of those on, threw it for about three casts. I was like, man, this just this just isn't me. Like, I got I to throw what I know. So I, Fish I won't on, eat this. <laughs> I, I tied on a jackhammer with a big bite baits, a three and a half inch kamikaze crawl on the back. And I uh, started ripping it through the pad stems. That's when I caught my big fish, the uh, 20 and a half. And I was like, all right, okay, cool. So this is what I'm going to do the rest of the day. This is it. So I did that for about two more hours and didn't get another bite. <laughs> so I was like, well, maybe this ain't it. So I left that area and went to a, a marina that isn't off limits to fish. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. There's a, there's a dock running across the creek. And there's a gap that is just barely short enough for a or tall enough for a PA 14 with a black pack in the back of it to fit under. And the people watching me on that dock laughed, man, it was a struggle to get up under that dock, but there was a big bowl that had a reed patch and some lily pad stems in it. And I picked that chatterbait up and I caught four within what Steve, like 15, 20 minutes and finished out my life. Yeah. So man, I was, it put me in second. I knew I needed a big call. So I did one more lap around that pond, threw a chatterbait, swim jig, couldn't couldn't get another one out of there. I left, went across the creek to another little backwater area. I caught a couple short fish that wouldn't help me. And I had an hour left. I was like, man, was the only thing I know to do is to go back in that pond. I, I, I know what size fish live in there. So I risked it. I went back in there, made a full lap around it, chatterbait, swim jig, no bites. And I was like, well, I was kind of accepting the fact that I was just going to finish second in this one. And uh, I took all my rods down to go under the trees to get back out to the creek. And there was a willow tree laid over that wasn't in there last time I was in there. I was like, you know what? I, said, I, I got time for one more cast. You know, one cast ain't going to take too much long. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, if I'm going to be there, I'm going to be late anyway. So I looked down on my swim jig rock. Rod was on top. I was like, well, I guess this is what I found the fish on. So. One more Hail Mary. And I threw over that willow tree and it landed on the trunk. And when I pulled it off and it hit the water, I twitched that swim jig about twice. And that 20 and a quarter came up and ate it. And I've never experienced such a slow motion type hook set bite. I don't know, man. It was it was wild. But uh, that's the first time I've ever set the hook on a five pounder and watched it skip across the water. But uh boat flipped her and uh as loud as i yelled those people at those chalets probably thought i was crazy but uh i don't know man got a little emotional for a second uh like i said (laughs) dylan called me and he's like i just wanted i just called up with a five pounder i told you this is my lake and i'm like sitting here like at this kid's volleyball tournament (laughs) screaming on the phone i was like hell yeah brother good job so Um, i looked at the time and i was like Ooh, I have seven and a half miles to get back to the ramp. I was worried to death I wasn't going to make it back in time, man. So I was freaking out, trying to get every mile an hour I could out of that torpedo on the way back, on the way back to the ramp. It's magic. That was was the most nerve-wracking tournament I think I've ever fished in my life. 
You won the thing, though. That's it. You got it done, man. Uh, let me ask you this. Hypothetically, did you have enough fish for day two if there was a day two? No. No. He done told he hit three spots and burned them to the ground. That's it. <laughs> no. No, this was this was a day one deal perfection. Yeah, two perfection. No, that was that's awesome. I do, Are I you do finding enough fish for two days for, for the tournament that's about to begin? Oh, don't worry. That's a real question. I got some oh, don't, spot. don't worry. Don't worry. Don't I've worry. Got, I got four willow bushes in the back of this <laughs> creek. It reloads every hour. I shook them off for the last two days. Dylan, <laughs> uh, I hope you win this thing. I hope you take, I hope I watch you take that trophy out of Mark Pendergraft's hand with his little cowboy hat on. Looking like Toy Story ass up there on the stage. <laughs> when did the cowboy hat come in? Is that a new development right now? Seen them. Them. He just busted out today, and and he just he texted me earlier. He said, "You've only got one cowboy hat." Like he just travels with a suitcase of cowboy hats. And I was like, I, "Hell, I didn't know how many I needed." He'll put one on, and then he'll walk to the bathroom and look in the mirror, and then come out and put the other one on and walk in the bathroom. The still ugly, still ugly. Mark down. Quit, quit changing hats. Come on. Oh, I love my. these people, by the way. I do. Everybody on this little screen right now are my are my bestest of friends. I, I, hope, I hope all of y'all find success in life because I want to roast you every day. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Dallas blonde, Marky Mark? I look like a bandito, maybe. Yeah, that was a bandito. All right. A bandito. Jeff got right. the eye on it, son. The readers, the readers are doing work. Oh. Steve, tell us what you got cooking now. Man, hell, too much. Uh, we uh, just on the Bass Nation side of it. Uh, when we get back from the classic, you know, which we're all going to be at, and we'll touch on in a minute. We'll let you guys talk real fish and stuff whenever you we get done. Uh, when we get back, we'll have Tennessee Bass Nation on Center Hill, March the nineteenth. Uh, Sassy Dan's going to run that, and then I'll be in Georgia for Lake Lanier. We've got a two-day event on the so. Andy uh, Middleton was hyping that one up earlier. Andy thinks Lanier is going to pull the big numbers. Yeah, I I hope so. Uh, I mean, you know, obviously we want it all to grow. You know, the more people we get, you know, obviously the better our sponsors look at for next year. Uh, we're already planning for 23 in both series. And I'll just be honest, this season I spoke to 11 cities and hit a home run on all 11. I didn't have to, you know, call a 12, 13, 14th. Every one of them were like, yeah, you know, we want it. So – you know, that just shows, you know, they obviously they pay attention to the Bass logo, but they see because I share, you know, like you all do, uh, past results and stuff like that. So, um, but, yeah, that's that's the first. That's what we got going on quickly. And then after Center Hill, you know, we'll be at Kentucky Lake in Tennessee. And then uh, after Lanier, we'll be on Hartwell for the Georgia Bass. And then we've got a few events after that. I won't go through the whole schedule, but um, – yeah, we're just looking forward to getting these state championships planned out. We had 15 in this event qualify for it. Uh, some hammers already, so hopefully the $1,000 Angler of the Year prize from Carl Black Chevrolet will get them to come out and come after that 1000 bucks. You know, it's your top three events. So, um, But, yeah, that's that's what that all is about there. And I will, you know, kind of brag a little bit. Uh, we had the Tennessee Dale Hollow event, and that was Tom Kazmierski and Adam Riser, first and second dugout boys, and Dylan just won this one. And we had Randall Wallace, I think, finish sixth. So we had two dugout guys in the top ten there. Um, so pretty proud of that. Good job, all y'all. Good stuff. Steve, let me ask you this, man. This is not really off subject, but 
you guys are doing it right down there, Southeast. I know you got a lot going on, but everything you touch is is working, and you're attracting sponsor support. You just said the cities when you reached out, they were very interested. So for up and coming trails across the country that may be watching this, tournament directors may be watching this. How do you make sure that you're giving value back to these sponsors or cities or whatever? How are you selling yourself to them uh, to get that support? Honestly, it's it's kind of like what we did with Native back in the day. We, you know, Ryan started out with them pretty early uh, in his kayak fishing career, and uh, but you know, and I was you know as in contact uh, with Tyler Brown for a little while, and uh, I just kept track of our numbers here in Tennessee, and then when we started venturing down to Gunnersville and the and the Alabama guys and the Georgia guys were coming over with us. It was like our second year. We started pulling 60 and, you know, 70-something anglers in those events. So I was able to, to get those numbers down. Um, the first thing you have to do is be honest with them. You don't come in like you're trying to showboat or, or pump up because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, everything we do is brand new and we don't have a past history, you know. I was kind of upset with some things early on building this and, and, and a good friend said, hey, man, look, you don't have a past history to show these people. Just be thankful for what you have. And it's not what I want, but I am thankful for it. Um, so when you talk to them, like I just said, you know, you get some numbers to back it. Um, you know, you look around and, and just pull anything positive. You know, like one thing I told them this year was, was that, you know, what hurts kayaking trails is that we're a lake-wide launch. Um, so, you know, one town doesn't get a core of anglers staying in it. Um, so I just learned that the hard way on Del Hollow. But, uh, but what you can do is just talk about the pre-fishing side of it, where people come down, like in this one, you know, we had uh, a lot of the Georgia guys, you know, Barney and Paris and Odding and all of them. Some of them were down there two, three, four days pre-fishing. So, um, you know, you say you might not get it in hotel revenue, um, that's the hardest cities to deal with, like Chatoon, for instance. They're a friend of the dugout um, series, but they're 100% hotel generated. So it's hard for them to be able to do anything because uh, you can't show that return hardly. But like here in Dayton, um, where there's so much to eat and do, you can just highlight there. That, you know, these guys are going to be staying in town three, four, five days, and they're going to hit your restaurants and stuff. And, and, and it, you know, but the value that you're going to give to them, it's you really don't have much to offer and show them up front. And that's the sad truth of it. Um, but I, I just I think I, what helps me be pretty good is that, you know, I tell them that up front. You know, this is new. Don't know what it's going to do. But here are what each of these semi pro or pro series that we have. Here's the numbers that they have. Uh, we're a supporting group of those things. It's the same anglers. We're a small community. Um, and this is the mid-level where we get numbers. And um, and then I pull in, you know, graphics from these events and stuff like that, email them to them, get them on the phone and just put on the charm, and, and it works so far. Put on the charm. I think the thing that, that is most important with this stuff is remembering that it's a relationship with these cities. It, yes. It's not a one and done, like you're never coming back. It's finding somebody, you know, like Dylan that has a contact with the mayor of a city that will, yep. you know, really push for you to get that, get the money allotment to help you host the tournament. 
but to put on a good show, you know, for everybody to be respectful when they're in for this tournament and, and really kind of elevate the platform, show them that there is, even if you are growing, but show them that they got a, a good investment out of it and you put out a product that's enough to bring more back. That's what they want to see. Like they don't want you just to come for one year, period. None of these cities do, or they would never offer it in the first place. It doesn't help them if they're just blowing money for one time. So I think, you know, for tournament directors out there, make sure that you are leaving a lasting impression that they'll want to give you more money to come back again the following year. It's the, it's, yeah, what's the old saying? Uh, sorry. No, I was going to say, what's the old saying, Steve? Uh, under promise, over deliver. Don't ever sell them a false, <laughs> false uh, set I'm of goods. Yeah, that. it's a, it's a slippery up. slope. Slippery yeah. slope, Jeff. Yeah. Yeah, you don't, you don't ever want to promise one thing and do the old bait and switch. Always uh, over deliver if you can. So. Yeah, a big thing that's helped us tremendously, I've noticed over just the last few years, uh, is the maturity, like, uh, by, I mean, experience of our anglers. People who were brand new two, three, four years ago, they now buy in and, and they trust us and they understand the ins and outs of the things because we share that with them. So now we actually have other anglers promoting us to these towns and cities before we even contact them. So. Uh, they're laying the, the groundwork for us, and that's a huge help there. So, yeah. um, and I got to believe, yeah. man, tournaments like the Hobie Series, when they, they go to a place like Toledo Bend, it's giant. I mean, it's, you know, it's a, as long as some, or as big as some states, it seems like. It's a giant lake. But, you know, 200 boats down there, they they saw kayaks at every little podunk gas station in, in that dang region. I guarantee you over that, you know, that week. So towns remember that stuff. Even if it's not the host city, like you said, Steve, uh, the towns surrounding it, they remember that. Like, oh, yeah, I remember that weekend. I saw all those kayak trailers rolling through here and coming into our bait shop or going into the yep. gas station, tagging Bucky's like Jay Wallen, whatever it is. You know, they, they remember the all that. At the tire shop, <laughs> at the tire shop buying $2,200 worth of tires. Like, they remember yeah. this. Yeah. Shit. yeah. Yeah. But like the, the, the kayakers are so eager to talk about what we do because it's new to, like you said, like when we went to Seminole the first couple of times, pre fishing for the, the first Hobie. Um, we, I think Coos and I and, and Daniel and Rhino, I think we probably all went down there four or five trips, you know. I fished the place ten times before we even fished the tournament on it. I liked it so much. Uh, those people were just super – I mean, we'd come out of the gas station, they'd be standing around. And I know it happens to y'all too. Uh, and I think it's refreshing that they get to talk fishing with the kayakers. And not that you don't with the boats, but boats are kind of routine now for fishing. You know, we're new to oh, a lot yeah. of and I, we're, a, we're a novelty. Yeah. Novelty yeah, and, our, and our gratefulness to be able to talk about what we do. They see that, that thankfulness and that eagerness in our voices and our faces. And uh, I think that just carries some goodwill for us all. And if anybody has any questions about kayak fishing, about tournament directing, sponsorships, whatever, we are going to have a fully stocked staff at the dugout booth. Many of these faces you see right here will be there at the classic dugout Hobie booth. They're uh, going to be in the same spot. Y'all come by, talk for hours because we're going to be there the whole time. So please come, <laughs> come by and entertain us with some stories. Hopefully we'll be interviewing uh, day one deal or ugly twin uh, for winning uh, the classic championship again. Hey, there, there's, there's Woody. What are you doing, buddy? <laughs> Damn. D hey, do you have, do you have chaps? Do you have hey, pants? <laughs> Dylan does snorted his yingling. I got you. Do you have pants on right now at all? He probably does not. I don't. No, he's got pants on. 
Okay. No problems. All right. I was going to say, one of our viewers just said they're laying in a hotel watching KBN Live, so they may like to see Mark in a cowboy hey. hat with no pants. I don't know. All right. Hey, I got I got, I got, got Scylla some, some tequila here, too, okay. just in case she was asking. Hey, that is Casamigos. I reckon it is. It is. Whoa, yeah, Steve. You know, you know Steve. Hold it back up here. Let me get a sniff of it. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I don't have four hours. I don't have four hours to get on the phone tonight. I'm not I'm not letting you sniff tequila. Yeah. I want to interject what we are. Ryan brought up the, uh, the dugout booth. Uh, you know, we'll be there with Seaguard. Uh, we'll be there with the Hobie booth. Uh, we're going to be giving away dugout. will be um, a, a raffle item of a dial rod each day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, like he said, all the personalities are going to be down there. I think, you know, all the kayaks are kind of lined up in one section. I haven't seen the graphic yet, but that's what I heard. So, uh, we're going to be there promoting that. Uh, come by and see what we've got rigged. You're going to be blown away by some of the stuff. I know, you know, our staff does a good job of promoting uh, what we do down there. You know, rigging is our specialty now. Uh, people drive from, you know, five, six, eight, ten states away to get things rigged because Jamie and Nick and the guys do a great job of that. So uh, we'll be highlighting some of that. Uh, we're continuing to grow our online presence there. That's important for us, and we thank you guys for being a partner with us and, and growing that. Um, and we're just we're going to be there to be informative and, and have a good time, like everything else that we do. Uh, we're going to be doing uh, a good promotion. Well, I'm not actually supposed to mention that promotion yet. Uh, I didn't know if it was official or not, so I didn't yeah. want to throw it out there earlier. I was going to let you burn that bridge. Now, Steve, I'm already in enough hot water. Yeah, is Doug out going to have a, a retail yeah. presence there? Are you guys going to have, I'm like, you know, there's a lot of retail stuff going on at the Classic. Is there going to be a retail presence out of the dugout booth? We're, we're going to have some, yes. Uh, okay. We're going to continue to work. You know, you see Ryan's fancy hat there uh, and Dylan's Classic. Uh, we're we're going to continue to grow, in, you know, that branding there. That was something, you know, I, I caught on to pretty quick. Like you mentioned the Megabyte stuff, which, by the way, I talked to them last week. I think they're doing five – Five brand new hats. I don't know if there's a specific one of a limited run at the Classic this year, uh, but we'll have all of those after the Classic. So be looking online for that. But uh, that's something else we're going to do again. Like I said, throw the branding of the dugout, you know, apparel and things like that. Um, but there will be some retail stuff at the Classic for the dugout. You bring enough money, you can take one of them wrapped boats home with you, I bet. Yeah. Well, Jamie, yeah. Jamie Coza cut a man a deal in a heartbeat. That's right. I'm trying to get him to bring a few bank applications up there with us. So there you go. All right. Yeah. We'll have live binners. Y'all come on by the dugout booth. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> For any of you classic guys that couldn't make the cut, come on by and get you some live shiners. Yeah. Out there. We'll hook you up, boys. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to see how it goes down. It, it, real quick before we wrap this thing up. Dylan can't make a pick because he's in the tournament. Picks for the winner of this championship this week. What do you got, Steve? I'm going to say Brad Gold. Hey, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's why we don't interview Mark anymore. <laughs> Dang it. Yeah, I'm going I'm to say our boy Brad Golden gets on something. He, uh, and, and not that he would have beat Mark because no one on the face of God's green earth would have beat Mark last year. But uh, he was—he had that horseshoe all the way up his ass last year. Brad, uh, Mark did work. I mean, it was epic. You know, we hear there's people you know around here mentioned, "Hey, did you see that kayak guy there in Texas talk blah blah blah?" And so, uh, and I don't tell him that I know him, but I have met him a few times. 
But, uh, <laughs> but Brad Golden, you know, he had gotten on some really good fish too. He, he would have been top five, but, you know, he had some, some spin outs and, and, you know, Terry, you know, been trying to – Sun poisoning. He got – yeah, sun poison is what he did. Yeah. So, uh, but Brad, Brad, Brad did a pretty good job. I think Brad – I, and that's all honesty, not just because he's our own way. Chris Walters will do well. I think, you know, obviously I saw the poll. Greg Blanchard, you know, hopefully should do well. I want everybody to do well. So my question, and, and Greg is a great angler. Why did Greg, why did, does he have history on that lake? Why did Greg have so many votes on that? Anybody can chime in. Woody, if you got anything to say, you can chime in on that one too. How did, how did Greg dominate that poll? Does he, too, is he baby. from Greenville? Like what, I mean... Like he was. Oh, double. Dylan, that's Dylan's pre-fishing. Uh, he sh- he didn't shake that one off, Ryan. I already seen that. I know. Dude. So that's how you know if Dylan shakes them off or not, <laughs> because I'll get a picture of them. I know the man getting shook off. He's shaking them off on the catch board. <laughs> uh, I I will tell you. I think I think you got to see. You know, your old faithfuls. I think you'll see Cody Milton probably. I think he'll get up there. I think Guillermo will get up there. I, you, Drew's going to find some fish. They're going to eat a spinnerbait or chatterbait somewhere. Uh, I, I really, I'll tell you, and this is it, the guy that dominated the the KBF thing this past weekend, uh, Jeremy Heath. I, and this is insider information, and I put all my all my chips in. If I had a fantasy, if I knew how to finally pick a fantasy roster, I would put Jeremy Heath on it for this event because apparently he is the hammer in in the North Carolina South Carolina area. So uh, that's who I think is going to do it. Jeremy Heath. There's my. That's who I'm hanging Mark's cowboy hat on tonight, so to speak. All right, all right. Hey, I'm gonna be a homer, dude. I'm gonna roll with the king for a repeat, and or. Uh, one of my old town teammates pulling it out. We we were talking on the side. There's some guys over there that got a few things figured out. Uh, but anyway, it's gonna be fun. To, it's gonna be fun to watch. And also, real quick before we go, it's the Possum King's wife's uh, birthday this week, man. So happy birthday to Laura. Yes, it is. Right here on KBN Live, Mark. See, we're giving her a shout out. She probably won't ever watch this. Happy birthday! Super nice of Mark to leave town and let her let her be by herself. Yeah, yeah. Happy (laughs) Happy birthday to Laura. She's one of the. Loves that. I guarantee it. She's she's one of the coolest and everything. Yeah, she's one of the coolest bass wives out there, man. So happy birthday to her. He's a competitive angler, Steve. He chases these tournaments no matter what. Yeah. Good luck, Mark. Good luck, good luck, Mark. Good luck. I know I, you yeah. can't help but like old Mark. You hang around him for a few minutes. Yep. We'll we'll see him plenty this weekend, I'm sure. That's right. <laughs> I don't leave home without him. Yeah, I'm excited about it, man. I'm home so I'm out on Friday. Yeah. Remember, Ryan, it's on Wednesday and Thursday, so we got to be paying attention on Wednesday. I know. Friday. I'll be there Thursday night. What if you win? Are you still leaving? No, I, I can make it. <laughs> no, that's negotiable now. So when you ask who Mark's pick is, it's not himself because he's already driving home, Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah. My money's on Baby Dill. I want Baby Dill to take it. Okay. Well, I love. Can... I would love to see Baby Dill. I hope. I honestly, I hope this confidence boost right before this tournament is enough to carry over into day two. I want to see you do it. Hey, one thing's for sure: you'll see me on day one. That's, Boom! That's the truth. Manage that those fish, Dylan. Truth. Manage those he'll, fish, son. He'll keep them shaking on day one. Yeah, shaking off. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, y'all, that was an awesome show. 
We started off with big energy, Ryan, with, with Andy. We finished. Oh, he, had, he had me wore out before we got here. Yeah. And we finished finished strong with the Possum King coming in with his cowboy hat and curse words. Appreciate you, Mark. <laughs> I had to set up Ryan. I had to get him going. Right. I appreciate that. Thank you, Mark. Anytime, Thank you for bringing the energy to the show. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we'll have whoever wins this thing. We'll track them down and get them all next week. I guess so, Ryan. We will, for sure. All Probably right. a live interview while we're there. I'm going to try to snag a few people while we're there and do some uh, recorded stuff, and we'll put out a little compilation Monday. Nice. A little compilation. So it's fancy. Yeah. All right. Well, appreciate y'all. We'll see everybody next week. Y'all take it easy. Good luck, boys. Wear them out. Steve.